There is nothing in this world that will upset other people. Like, we are living in a world where I just simply do not interact with somebody who judges your choices on like who you fuck or like anything like that. We've, we've gone beyond that. It's your business, your personal world, whatever. Uh-huh. If you, Where are you going with this chief? If you have an app that you look at on bright mode, people will fucking murder you. They will scream Steven. and yell Steven. and cry. The reason why we scream and yell is because we're all sitting in a dark room. And then suddenly as no. if for the first no, no, dawn, no, no, no. the no, sun no, no. has screamed no, no, into no, the no, sky no. No. in the no. middle. No, 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 no. Steven, not a single person has ever done this to me and I don't have a single app on dark mode. You are. I've never heard big, from anybody. You are a big, you're a big liar. And here's why, because the amount of times that I have, uh, that you're I doing have a sent, bit against me. No, you are. Yes, you are doing a bit against me right now. Um, <laughs> the amount of times that I have sent someone a screenshot of one of my apps so they can see a conversation and then they just absolutely lose oh, their goddamn go mind oh, yeah. about the fact that Cut I have my app on life. bright mode. Those people are the same people who, when you post a screenshot with your battery, they're like, oh, you better charge it. Though, admittedly, Stephen, you should actually probably charge your phone at any point. Or we should all just text you throughout the day, charge your phone. Is Stephen talking about a real phenomenon? Can this be explained? Oh. A, simple, <laughs> a, a simple social hysteria? Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Why is everyone from Ohio? Is that is that just a coincidence, or is there some spiritual uh, force bringing everyone from Ohio together and making it seem like Ohio is more important than everywhere else in the world? All four of the podcasters here are from Ohio, or did did I make it up? <laughs> is Ohio even real? We are here. We are, you are gathered here. You started listening to as you know. That's what this podcast is. It's a podcast dedicated to covering the first and last episodes of television shows uh, because we we were cursed because God knows what punishment we've done to deserve this. And this week we covered Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. And I feel like we had some mixed reactions on it. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me as always, he's got a 24-hour stay on his execution because the electric chair wouldn't work. It's Stephen Doughton. Um, double jeopardy, baby. You can't be electrocuted by the same torture torture twice. That's that's the law. <laughs> the bar, the 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 creepy hand in the jar at the bar won't stop pointing at him. <laughs> it's Matziani. Why would you not be like entertained by that? Like, I guess if you committed the murder, but <laughs> Matt, yeah, Matt would be delighted at that bar. <laughs> Matt, yeah, Matt's never committed a murder though, so it's just a murderer yeah. thing. And you finally, you wouldn't get it, Matt. He can't stop dreaming about Zillow listings. It's Travis Marmon. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the pool. That's is all. That's all that happened. We're going to tell this podcast over seven to nine minute chunks. Yeah, they're really going to feel their 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 time, and they're going to have the worst fucking acting of any it of these. It feels like you're watching oh, an HR training video. Yeah, like that's that level of acting. Just do you know how much better this would be if hot drinks from the Wendy's training started playing at any point? One of the I had a really good. 
I watched a really good HR training video the other day that was genuinely entertaining. And I was like, what the what? fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is, this was very, this was very well executed. I don't know who put this Some together. Some of those companies they outsource to put in good work. Yeah, it definitely was that. Yeah. <laughs> Guy who convinces HR training with HR Geiger. Anyways. <laughs> we learned that the phallus is a thing to be feared. Oh, yeah. You had sex for Human training. resources Geiger should have been my Halloween name. <laughs> And and ha- and finding out that uh, 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 women that he's loved from his past are his screensaver, and he didn't make it them. It's Ian Benson. <laughs> you don't get to do the. You don't get to rewrite these rules. What rules? I have control here. Hey, I get to say whatever what I want. What the fuck was that extended screensaver explanation? Do you know? Do you know? Was, do you know that, that was so, so funny. It's so fucking good. Um, they have to say something, you know. They, I, they I don't have need realized they're screen saved. It's their relationship. That needs saving. I, yeah, this 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 really did leave me with at least ten choices for quotes. Oh yeah, easily, like easily. Um, and Let's run uh, them all. <laughs> yeah, we can run them all. The the thing I want to say about this show is that I'm really mad. Obviously, there's some equivalent show I know, but I'm just so mad I didn't live in a time in a place where I could audition to be on this show and then like have one acting credit and just be like, I don't know, like. Uh, um, beach ghost or something, you know, like <laughs> beach ghost, I like love a that guy band. who's. It looks like you're in that band. <laughs> Signing up to be on this show just so I can get SAG access to right. screeners. Yeah, <laughs> there has to be somebody who's like acting credits are just beyond belief, fact or fiction, mancers. Other things of that Unsolved nature. <laughs> the fuck is Mansers? I, I was thinking about Unsolved Mansers. Mysteries in a big way. What the Mansers? fuck is Mansers? That was the one that was like it was the Spike show that was just like we take ans- we take questions from men and give them Mansers. What are what are the questions? Fuck. I okay, now right. I have to start pulling up examples of <laughs> Mansers. I really, I really got to know about Mansers. <laughs> Can you answer my question? I looked up Beach Ghost, and the first thing that came up made me laugh because it's a book by Arl Stein called Ghost Beach. <laughs> I no, I think I, I see that you typed Beach Ghost, but I think you meant Ghost Beach. <laughs> hey, hey, Ian, what do you call it when the guy who made that show dies? With Mansers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what we're, you're on about? What, uh, what, what, what do you call it, Stephen? Necromancers. Oh, Jesus. Okay, some questions. <laughs> Some questions asked. Uh, these are the. These are the. Um, this is from uh, GameVortex.com. Um, oh God! This is a list of the top twenty-five questions. We're spoiling our eventual Mansers episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need. I need. I need absolute silence and total respect. I'm going to run through very quickly the top twenty-five questions from this. Absolutely not. You will not get it. Who's the best human organ to eat? What does the shape of her boob tell you about her personality? What's the most dangerous <laughs> wild animal in America? How can you make your girlfriend less bitchy? What's guaranteed <laughs> to cure hangovers? Is the death touch for real? What kind of girls what? are best in bed? What? How many floors? How many floors can you fall in an elevator and still survive? What smell okay. turns women on the most? Can you beat a breathalyzer? How can you defend yourself in a bar flight? Bar fight. How tough are implants? How can a guy get high legally? Which animal farts the most? How, How can you turn your pickup truck into a hot tub? How many people have been killed by vending machines? <laughs> so what the hell is a crushing video? What can I find in the ocean that's worth 
can I find in the ocean that's worth more than gold? Sorry. Sorry. No, no, you got to start this one over. I can't. I can't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Serious. What can I find in the ocean that's worth more than gold? That's in the top 25. Cosmic horrors beyond your imagination. I think it's a good, math. this is a good, there's a really good mixture of like silly nonsense, really good questions and misogynist bullshit. Like yeah. they really cover all How three bases quite well. How can you take a bullet well. out of yourself? How teeny can a bikini get before it's legally considered nudity? What's the legal definition? <laughs> Uh, what's the best time of day to get laid? How can you get drunk, drunk faster? How big do boobs have to be to crush a beer can? How can you take a punch to the head? How do you take a punch to the head to reduce the risk of brain damage? Um, how have you guys gotten a happy ending at a high-end massage oh parlor? Do big, bloop, do big boobs float? How long can you survive in space without a spacesuit? Can you take the dump of death? What percentage of girls are bisexual? Can you take the how dump do you of take death? <laughs> Like, How do you, you take the stripper a home? That a what thing? animal is most likely having sex with a woman who's hornier, what? women with wheel breasts, or women with fake ones? Is she a hooker or is she a cop? And who has the biggest boobs in the world? Those are the okay. top 25 questions from season one of Mansers. So, oh God. so who has the biggest boobs? Some of those seem like you could make an episode out of them, and some of them just what seem can like they're the just ocean no. That's worth more than gold. <laughs> <laughs> is that How a big, riddle? You could make How a big whole television boobs? series out of that one. <laughs> Yeah, how big do boobs have to be to crush a what now? A beer, beer can. can. A beer, beer can. can. Don't yeah. you want to hear Jonathan Frakes ask these questions, though? That <laughs> he asks, so there knows how many Russian theme based these What days? can you find in the ocean that's worth more than gold? <laughs> how teeny does a bikini have to become? <laughs> how teeny to can a bikini get before it's legally nudity? <laughs> before it's legally <laughs> like that, nudity. That one I want to... Uh. Find out at the end of the show. <laughs> How? What percentage of girls are bisexual? What animal is most likely to have sex? Is with bisexuality a woman? even real, or did our writing team make it up? <laughs> I don't know. There's a certain energy on some of these questions that is extremely. I I'm going to die if I don't find out the answer to this question. And yep. there's other ones that are a five year old asked, "Who has the biggest boobs in the world?" Is <laughs> a thing. That's what you just learned what boobs I do, I do love my five-year-old nephew who asked that question. And what is their answer supposed to be to that? I don't know, friend. but I love the idea of like... <laughs> Pam Anderson. They probably had her on the show. I don't know. The most five-year-old, yeah, the most like, five-year-old yeah. asked question is clearly... The situation is you're at the vending machine with a kid and you've just gotten the candy bar. And then the child just says, how many people have been killed by, by these? And then you have to think for a while. And then you write into Mansers. <laughs> and you're like, 47? Implants. They've been making breasts bigger for years, but are they tough? <laughs> they've ble- they've 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 really uh, shrunk the distinction between reality and fiction. <laughs> Implants have shrunk the reality. We have to exist in this world yeah. between reality and yeah, fiction. Yeah, we have to break through the web of experience. That w- I what I call <laughs> uh, what I call. Um, uh, the 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 existence cleavage uh, <laughs> between <laughs> reality and fiction. <laughs> you see this board. It looks like it says false, but if you look closer, it's uh, wearing the idiotiest <laughs> bikini of all time, and concealing the word true. 
<laughs> I really didn't think I didn't think we were going to stumble upon such a rich comedy vein when I said, "Oh, Stephen would want to be on Mansers," and everyone else looked at me like, "I." Yeah, nobody think- knows what the fuck show you're talking about. Every time you mention a show, you were like, "What the fuck is that?" We've been recording for like eighty episodes, and you're still pulling out shows that no one's heard of. Like, we should have heard of them. How does this keep happening? Spike TV has the funniest ephemera of any network of all time. <laughs> Why would I know about Mansers, Ian? I, no, 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 you're yeah, struggling. All, you've not struggling. Had some relationship over with Spike, Spike TV. TV one day when you yeah, were like 14, yeah. when it was on. Like, or you just follow, you just, or you just follow people on Twitter who wrote for like college humor, and yeah. then, or you know, or um, or funny, or you know, funny or die, and they talk about being like in the writers' room for Mansers, or like, yeah, we listen. It was a fucking paycheck, man. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, so I there we are. Just, are you kidding me? There we are, just acting out. Should you get a hand job from a British girl? That was one of the questions. <laughs> Why <laughs> would they you? be any better or worse? At it? I don't know, man. I didn't oh, find out the answer. You haven't met there many was, British girls, have you, Travis? British, yeah. I don't know British one of the other questions like. was, which nationality is most likely to put out most on a first date? Which is just such oh. a weirdly, like... How do we get sexist and racist and... <laughs> but, also like, <laughs> but also, like... <laughs> In what, like, what if the answers, like, what, is, is, is this qu- question written by someone who's living in Queens and he's like, I live in the most diverse part of the world. No, <laughs> it's a guy, no, it's a yeah. guy living in Iowa who's like, which part of the world am I going to fly to to try to get mm, laid? Yeah. And they're like, surprise. Uh, the answer is Comoros. I'm like, wow. I don't know what the fuck that means, Travis. <laughs> it's like an <laughs> island nation in Africa. <laughs> You're always saying things about these countries. That Why am I supposed yeah. to know about Comoros? <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on our Mansers episode. You can join us next week when we cover Brotherhood, the Showtime original series that I think only I would have heard of in this case based on everything that I've been told. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. <laughs> that's, ja- that's the one where Jason Isaacs plays, basically plays Whitey Bulger and um, Jason Clark, the Australian actor. Is that what his name is? You know, he was in... Um, that's a guy. Yeah. Uh, he plays like... The stand-in for Whitey Bulger's brother, who was like the head of the um, uh, the House of Representatives in Massachusetts for like eighteen years, even though he was Whitey Bulger's brother. I I can't believe that this Showtime series is real because my dad never told me to watch it. Um. <laughs> it won a Peabody, which we will win for this episode about Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. And this is what happens Mansers. when right before we start recording, I go, "Oh, the baseball game got delayed." Yeah, <laughs> I know. Did you guys have a time um, crunch? I thought. Did you guys keep score? Yes, I did. I was wrong on all five in the first episode. Wow. <laughs> I got two out of five in episode one and then four out of five in the last episode. So I learned something. It's like an educational program. I learned how to distinguish between factor fiction. I think I got three in the other one. Uh, but yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. We should talk about what the show is. And Beyond Belief was an American television anthology series created by Lynn Lehman, presented by Dick Clark Productions, and produced and aired on by the Fox Network from 1997 to 2002. Fox. Each episode I featured stories, all of which appear to defy logic, and some of which some of which were allegedly based on actual events. The viewer was offered yeah, the challenge hit. of determining when they would say inspired by real events. I was like, okay, so they're all fake. Like big, big. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Every time they would mention the researchers, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were out there doing independent research, of course. Yeah. But um, there, there were like there were like little details where you're like, that's so unrealistic. Oh yeah. There are a couple. If you look at the whole history of the episodes that have their own Wikipedia pages, like the actual event that it's based on. Yeah, but not many. 
Oh, yeah. I see Secret of the Family Tomb has one. Curse wow. of Hampton Manor, as I, I, sc- I scroll through all of this. But anyways, uh, yeah. yeah I was, love that 16-minute song. Uh, the viewer was offered the challenge of determining which are true and which are false, and then it was revealed at the end of the show. It ran for four seasons, 46 episodes. It was originally hosted by James Brolin in 1997, but then he met Barbara Streisand in 1998 and was like, I don't <laughs> need this anymore. <laughs> Or at least also, that's my belief. he was belief. very low energy. Frakes was having a lot more fun with this show than James Brolin. Oh, that Frakes is the universal truth blast, of Jonathan dude. Frakes. He was fine. Yeah, Frakes was Frakes having... was exceptional. Yeah, he was fine. When did he take over exactly? Uh, second season, so oh, yeah, 98. Yeah. yeah. Seasons two, three, and four. It also aired for a one-off special in Germany that we'll talk about later. Maybe. Half the time when we say we're going to talk about something later, we forget to, we forget to return to that... The show was yeah. big in Germany for some reason, where it was called X Factor: The Unfathomable, which is an incredible. Fucking <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> the problem is we have a stupid X Factor show, so we can't. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Can you can you tell me that one more time, Travis? It was what called was the X Factor: The Unfathomable. All right. So see, the next time that you're playing baseball and you're uh, back there as the catcher and you're trying to distract the batter, that's another fact for you to drop on them, because uh, a friend of the show has revealed that while playing. Uh, pick up baseball with the punk teams in southern Minneapolis and all That's that stuff so that'll cute. do. He will just, as playing catcher, just babble incoherently about things he's learned from this program <laughs> so as to distract them. <laughs> <laughs> because it's some of the most inane facts of all time, and it really just well, uh, gets right in the brain. I'm glad that I have indirectly taught a random Minneapolis punk about my mother the car soon when they're playing baseball. Exactly the shit. <laughs> exactly the shit that gets said when they're out there. I really liked when you were telling when you were telling me about the um, the lesser known superhero X Factor the Unfathomable. That's one of my favorites. Well, so I mean, that was just the weird spinoff that Peter David did when uh, X Factor Investigations is canceled, and then they joined. Right. He had to he had to right. he had to sandwich yeah, them yeah, into yeah. Krakoa, so he made it so that they were all one sentient being. Right. But then they canceled that one again. And then they just went back to like oh, obviously, here's multiple man. Yeah, yeah. It was I, you know I thought the art was really great, but you know. That's how these things go. One delay. Oh, me too. It's over. Did anyone... I mean, okay. Probably the answer is yes. I had zero relationship with this show. It felt extremely like I had stayed up too late. Yeah. Or I had fallen asleep watching something on sci-fi. Yep. The fact that at the... The the version that we watched in a totally cool legal way uh, just reminded just let us know that like Stargate SG one was a, like season yeah, premiere was the next day at eight o'clock the whole time was a the, nice. The little first touch. episode was on YouTube, y'all. Like this was a pretty yeah, easy that's where legal we watch. watched it cool and legally. More yeah. importantly, one of the episodes told us that uh, Tripping the Rift season premiere was. I remember out, seeing right? that too. <laughs> an animated an animated sci-fi series where Stephen Root voices an alien named Chode that ran for three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't give away too much for our tripping the rift episode. <laughs> yeah, if, come on. If you you don't want to do a tri- you don't want to do a tripping the rift episode because I'm going to talk for 47 unbroken minutes about Chuck Austin, the worst modern X Men writer of all time. Oh my god, <laughs> that is my threat. Chode. So yeah, did any of so you? So I had no relationship with this show besides besides the supercuts. So this is one yeah. of this is one of about I think I mentioned this when we watched a CSI show maybe I did maybe I didn't but this is one of probably about five or six shows that exist that I would call a Stephen and Dalton show yeah um, where my sister and I 
would be bored during the summer when we were like, you know, 12 and 14 or like, I don't know, even 10 and 12 or whatever it would have been. Not even that old. We would have been fucking eight and 10. And, you know, what do you do in the summer uh, during the day? If you're living in a place where you don't have like friends that go outside and play, you watch TV and you watch yeah. whatever the hell's on. And whatever the hell's on is sometimes beyond belief fact or fiction. It would yeah. just play. They would literally just put like five episodes back to back on certain channels during the day. I watched yeah. a lot of this show. This was technically a Fox show, but it it just kind of reading about it. It's like it kind of aired whenever. Yeah, like it just syndicated all the time. This and Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Perfect, oh, yeah. perfect release schedule. It's always what gets the fans going wild. Uh, uh, the impossibility to follow along. Yeah, I mean, it's not like this was serialized. But like, right. it's exactly the kind of show you'd expect to now be available on the Roku channel and yes. Pluto TV yeah. and also Peacock and also Tubi. <laughs> I it's watched like it on Tubi. That felt like the the correct way to experience it. I honestly would expect this show to be one of the shows that they brought back for Quibi. Oh yeah, only in German, only German Quibi. <laughs> I also watched a lot of this show, probably for similar reasons to Stephen. But I I would like if I was like scrolling through the guide or whatever, uh, I would put this on more intentionally. I think than. Yeah, no, no, we would choose it. We liked okay, it. Yeah, we would. We yeah, would. I also we would really scroll around it. and then be like. Oh, there's that. Yeah, we'll watch there's, that. It's like that or Mythbusters, and uh, it's probably probably going to be that 90% of the time. And I, you know what? I still fucking love it. I would watch so much more of this show if I had a lot more time to kill. This show was something. <laughs> I think I think for this first, I think I'm going to bring the energy Brolin brings to it. How <laughs> oh, are you going to ask why I picked it? Uh, no, because I just told you I'm bringing the energy that Brolin brings to it, so I'm having you have to do all the work, and I yeah. just stand here doing the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> you wield out an optical illusion for me to look at. Well, I all right, look at that. And then, I, then the mirror shatters, and then I'm standing on the other side of the mirror, and I'm just like, wow, Robert Zemeckis could never. You Travis, look at this why? one way, it's a rabbit, but the other, it's a dog. Travis, why? <laughs> why? Why'd you pick this one? Well, it's spooky season. Last Theoretically. year, for the same reason, yeah, it was eighty-eight here yesterday. It did not feel like uh, spooky. It's extremely at all. October here. Yeah, same um, here. But you know, last year my Halloween pick was "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" and it wound up being pretty underwhelming. So I thought this year I might do like "Tales from the Crypt," which "Are You Afraid of the Dark" was basically a kid's version of. And then I want to say, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm part of the problem. I was watching Dahmer. Um, I think oh, that kind of thing you. influenced me to be, like look into like some other sh- like I was thinking about unsolved mysteries and I was like oh unsolved mysteries is re- is a true crime show like I thought it was more fantastical but then I was like what's that other show oh yeah beyond belief the one where Jonathan Frakes says no it's a complete fabrication and all that <laughs> shit and looked into it I was like actually that sounds really fun when we haven't done this kind of show at all like no. this what you're talking about this thing that's just like kind of on has like a host. Like a reenactment show. Like, I don't know what this yeah, genre yeah. of television show is. I mean, I was going to say the Twilight Zone looms large over this, uh, as it does oh, with yeah. every single other one of these shows, inclu- including Tales from the Crypt, even though Tales from the Crypt did the uh, took the Rod Serling thing in a wildly different direction. Yes, but, instead of having a, a 
a professional, a man with a deep voice. It was a fucking little ghoul. Yes. <laughs> which which yeah. most shows, if they have a narrator, it would, the most shows would be improved by the narrator if being it was a, a little, little ghoul. ghoul. Yeah. If it was I agree. The, when I was a kid, the Crypt Keeper scared me, and I think that's hilarious. That is very funny. <laughs> oh, I was terrified of him. <laughs> I was disappointed because Travis gave me the promise of us doing an entire... In that moment, he said, I considered this show. And then, you know, he, I considered Tales from the Crypt, and I thought about how much fun it would be for us all to do Crypt, Crypt Keeper impressions for, like, a whole podcast, basically, <laughs> like when we did Columbo. Next and year. Then, and then you said... That you were inspired to pick this because you were watching Dahmer, That's and now I feel I like I genuinely am like, why Dahmer? I, huh? That Dahmer. it was on. We needed something to watch. Dahmer. There is a. It was there's okay. ten. It tried to have it both ways. I it, uh, honestly, if you're looking for something to watch and and like the thing that you arrive on is Dahmer, maybe get up and walk away. Maybe like create something, or like go for I a walk. Know. It was fine. Like wow, they tried, wow, they, they, they tried to make for up while. for they tried to make up for true crimes um various problems and they didn't really execute very well. Uh welcome back to um one of one of your favorite reoccurring segments. Did you know that Travis logged Dahmer on Letterboxd? Oh my god. Which <laughs> one capital offense. Don't log many series on Letterboxd. I wrote an actual so review of this on one. I don't you usually did. write things. Now, he gave it a three point five out of five rating. Would you like to know? What else? Travis is given 3.5 out of 5. E2 Mama Tambien. <laughs> e2 Mama Tambien! <laughs> wow, incredible stuff. <laughs> By Travis's metrics, which are not necessarily on a metric quality. Yes, yes, we all must acknowledge this. Anyways, Rocky's a three-star movie for Travis. Yeah, Rocky sucks. Worse than Dahmer. Worse than Dahmer. Rocky is worse than Dahmer. It's true. Picnic at Hanging Rock, worse than Dahmer. I believe that. Pick Grand Budapest Hotel. There will be also, blood. Comparing, there comparing will be miniseries, blood. Comparing ah! miniseries ratings to your ratings is... There will be blood. Oh, God. And AI and Totoro. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a half a star better than my friend Dahmer. What is with you, Travis? <laughs> my friend Dahmer is pretty boring. Um. Uh, fact or fiction? Yeah. Beyond, Beyond belief. Belief. I have no idea how to go through this because again, I cannot. I cannot. I can do read we, the names. Do we just want to? Do we just? Okay, well, I think it makes sense to go through step by step, step by segment. Yeah, segment by segment. So we get to see an amazing intro where they explain the premise of the show. Also, yeah. they did that also in the last episode, which leads me to believe that every single episode they had a different obstacle illusion that they would show you to explain the premise of the show. <laughs> the premise uh, of Travis put the internal logic of our podcast. That is how that works. Yes. Yeah. As we all know, every what episode was the first, would start. Was the first obstacle illusion again? The first one was the word false, but if you look closely, oh, it also says that was so sure, good. Yes, that's an that's not really an <laughs> illusion so much as just they're both cool written typography. There. Yeah, it's just typography. <laughs> it's um, kind of like when the Big Ten had the eleven hidden in the logo. It was basically that. Everyone at home drink. Sure. Even if you're behind the wheel of a car right now, big stuff. <laughs> um, th- then they did this amazing thing where he starts introdu- introducing the. Uh, first little vignette and they they do this you see him and then the and then the mirror that they're actually filming breaks and there's this sound and they cut to his face and i'm like oh they're not messing around this show fucking rules (laughs) um you know 
Oh God, I'm going to be a parody of myself here, but I might as well do it. That's the instant You're never I not. had. If you really liked Beyond Belief Factor Fiction, may I recommend the Orson Welles film F for Fake? Sure, yeah. Which is has some similar vibes. I wish Orson Welles lived long enough to host shows like this. I same. That's honestly, that's honestly what I want. But yeah, because that one is uh, that I'll one's bookmark about, the film. Um, I because I liked this. Yeah, I trust so, this wreck. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of like a little documentary thing where it's like Orson Welles presenting the story of like various art forgeries, and it's like an eighty five minute movie or something like that. And he's just like you know, like he just starts it and he's just like everything you hear over the next you know hour or what. You know, whatever things he's saying, like, all of this is true. You know, and it's but it's Orson Welles, so it's like, oh, and he's it's seventy three, so he's you know he's, he's doing magic tricks and he's rotund and it rocks. And as I was watching the show, I kept thinking how much sicker it would be if it was Orson Welles. I mean, yeah. I mean that would rule. But the number one choice for most television shows we watch, where I think who I would like to drop into any of these, let's do it. But do you remember that time when uh, Jonathan Frakes was doing his radio show and announced that some planes had hit the towers and everybody believed it and started freaking out? Um, <laughs> it, it, he was just narrating a story. Do you remember that thing that Jonathan Frakes did? Um, ah, wow. I thought Swing that was such a good joke. It had so many layers. I got 9 11 in here. I referenced Orson Welles and War of the Worlds. <laughs> I wish I had brought it back listen, to listen, Beyond Belief listen. Factor Fiction. It was a croissant. It was a beautiful croissant of layers. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I wanted the croissant right now, though. It was kind of where I'm at. <laughs> I was a little, was a, was a little rich for my my treat boy life. Even me, a treat like, boy, was a little bit like, butter. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on a sec here. Feeling this joke, regretting this joke later. <laughs> okay, first thing, the apparition. Yeah, there's a spooky mirror. Yeah, uh, and the the um, like therapist, the like dream therapist is like, can you just get rid of that one mirror if it only happens in the one mirror? And I'm like, yeah. Can you just get rid of the one or like put it in a different place? Put it in the fucking basement. That was that was very interesting for her to for the thing is the therapist didn't say don't get rid of the mirror. I was really I, they were like clearly gonna they're like cl I was like oh I was waiting for the therapist for just for some reason say that she's like I don't think the problem is the mirror. She didn't say don't get rid of the mirror <laughs> or anything like but that. But like it does seem like the problem was the mirror in this case. Yeah, you but like if say. you're a therapist, you're not gonna be like. It's probably the mirror is haunted, my client. What's the Zemeckis movie with Harrison Ford? And what Lies Beneath? I was thinking about that while watching this. Yeah. Well, I was going to really say. Bo really boring film. Worse the Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> That's the. Three stars. This is, tra is Travis's worse new than rating this system. No, not worse than this vignette, but it's not. It's I like way this, too This vignette. Long. It's not a very good movie. I like that these were all short enough that they didn't have any moral or anything. They were all just like, uh, like it wasn't like the wasn't Twilight Zone weird. where it tries to show you, like it, it, it like twists it in a way that makes you think about life or whatever. It was just like, yeah, this lady sees a ghost in the mirror, and then the ghost scares somebody who breaks into her house, and then they're like, did it happen? Did it not? Who's to say? And then they just move on. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and then the twist great. is that the ghost that she was seeing was the, the guy's previous victim. Right. Uh, that is what happens in What yes. Lies Beneath, right? Uh, something like that. He was having an affair and then killed 
his paramour. Spoil- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the- sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Spoilers for what lies beneath. Of yeah. course. Spoilers for a 22 year old movie you will never watch. Don't uh, see the movie. Is it Pfeiffer? Is it Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. Well, once I yeah, start my Michelle like, Pfeiffer podcast. Yeah, Ford killed his, his lover, and she's like in a car that's underneath the lake that's by their house or something. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway. Speaking um, of cheating, so, um, the guy who says, sorry, honey, I can't make it back. It's raining. I won't be back the whole night. He's cheating. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come oh, on. Oh, no question. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. He's the he's cop just a guy from that who only later commu- story. It's raining. Listen, he's just a guy who only commutes via bicycle, and the, the, like, <laughs> I understand that feeling. Like, oh, God. Where did he sleep? Where did he sleep? A hotel? He, he's the cop from that later story. Um, but yeah, this Wait, one was like the one truly... The, the, like, he's, the, he's the lady cop from like the fourth vignette. <laughs> <laughs> uh Put the gun to my head, this pull the trigger. I can't remember this one. I'm sorry. You, you point the gun at me. You're like, which vignette had a, had, a, had a cop in it in there? And I'm just like, I don't just do it. Just no, that do was it. the it was best. The and the chainsaw one. one. That was my favorite one. The best. The funniest. The chainsaw one was okay. easily the best one. Okay. This genuinely had. I was excited about my own pick for this one because this at least like delivered on like, oh, a spooky thing. Like this is the most relatable. One of the most relatable fears to me. Like, yeah, I, I am. Totally I'm afraid of mirrors. By mirrors at night. I'm afraid of mirrors. I hate yeah. When I'm like, when I'm like washing my face or brushing my teeth and like spit, look back up at night. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a spooky thing back there. There's like a five percent chance. Matt, only Matt. Everyone else, mute this. Our co-hosts are afraid of mirrors at night. Yeah, you wouldn't think that they're vampires, which you? <laughs> <laughs> find out at the end it. of the show. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> Stephen's reflection at all. You look at all the photos you've taken of me over the years, and you're like, wait a second. He's not in any of these. <laughs> you know, I've uh, actually wondered about whether or not vampires would pop up on film or if they would pop up on digital sensors. I've wondered if anything's writer. tackled this. Yeah. Something has tackled it. Yeah, I, I would believe that. But I would imagine that like a, f- a film a film wouldn't because it literally is silver halide crystals, and that feels mm. like that would be consistent thematically. Yeah. While, like, it always bothered me about what we do in the shadows is how they like commit to a lot of vampire lore, but it's like, well, then how are you filming? Uh, digital sensors. That's what I'm choosing to believe. Yeah, because yeah, when, when they do say he gets rid of all the mirrors in town. Yeah, or anyway, in the I'm, bar. I'm always like, I always have like a feeling there's like a 5% chance a spooky thing is behind me if I'm like looking in a mirror. That's, and I look down that's high, man. Up. So that's like, really high. Especially at night. I have, I, I, have looked in, I have looked in mirror many 20s of times. Yeah, right. I have said... I've said many times I'm a very strictly rational person uh, 23 hours a day and like the as I'm winding down to go to bed every scary thing is real to me <laughs> the five seconds where I have shampoo in my eyes when I'm showering especially if I just watched a scary movie is perilous I really used to be that way Travis in a way I kind of feel like I've I really, in a way, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm like I've, lo- I've got desensitized or something because I really used to be like you, but now I've just experienced too many of life's real tragedies, and I just am. Get his ass! Wow. <laughs> Travis hasn't lived a life. I've I guess, experienced or plenty of life's real tragedies, but none of them are a spooky guy behind me. Right, <laughs> um, Travis. I'm sorry. Are you using shampoo every day? Most days. I use, That's I not a good it, idea. But- yeah, I don't know. I don't do it every single time. Okay, that's better. You're not supposed to use shampoo every day. 
I'm so excited for a random inevitable week I spend with Travis when we, I don't know, turn 35 and freak out and are like, we never spent any time in Argentina and we like get an Airbnb together and I just like wait I'm for sorry, him to shampoo himself. What a romantic himself. notion. You and Travis, we just never spent any yeah. time in Argentina well, no, and then you go true. to Mendoza. I meant Let's everybody. Do. I meant everybody, but Travis and I, when, when Travis and I take our solo trip, it's going to be in Alaska. Just That's what we agreed on ages ago. In Argentina with my pal. We're doing the it's Kelly Pickler Argentina yeah. trip. We did decide that, but I think there's something romantic about the idea of the two of you, you know. Could you what about what if instead of traveling along Argentina, you guys decided to travel along Mexico? And maybe there was this hot older woman yeah. you found along the way. <laughs> so here's a, so here's a question. So here's a question. How We're likely now. Like it's kind of how, how shut like, the fuck up. How likely is Mexico versus Argentina? How likely is a girl to fuck me on the first date? You know, that's what that's what's really important. Depends. Does she have real or fake food? Fair enough. (laughs) Anyway, this story. As you know, after dark. Why haven't we talked about James Brolin? What is there to say? Because he's got nothing going on. He was in Westworld. He's in Westworld. He's in the Amity of a Horror. He's a style he, icon in that movie. Uh, really boring. And sadly, movie. in this, he has um, absolutely fucking nothing going on. No charisma at all. Uh, his son's Josh. I mean, I've, I've always felt that his son had more charisma. Well, yeah. yeah. You know what his uh, most recent film credit is? Is he in uh, uh, The Mule? I don't know. No, movie came out this year. No, he's not part of the threesome in The Mule. <laughs> okay. We love talking about threesome movies, huh? No, it's this the mule. It's just the oh, I guess any Tumama Tambien. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at that, huh? <laughs> and both of those I, th- I think involve Mexico. Wow, what's going on? What's going on huh. with us? Uh, no, um, uh, he was in Lightyear, of course. He voices old Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. I was hoping he's a little cat or something. No, he's old Buzz Lightyear slash uh, spoilers uh, Zerg because that's the plot twist of that movie. Uh, is that? Oh it my is gosh, it's his the, dad? No, 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 no. The plot twist of Lightyear is that it's the 1990-whatever Lost in Space film. Almost identically. And it inspired Andy to buy the toy or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Anyway, he's really boring on the show. What do you? What more do you have to say about James Brolin? Uh, I just, I just you know, I feel like... We have the one guy to talk about, and then like mm-hmm. we get one other actor I recognized at all, other than Frakes. So I really kept hoping for like, did someone pop up in like their first tiny role in any of these? And it's like, no. Yeah, these absolutely. Wait, you didn't out. recognize one of the guys? I didn't. Who? I, I was looking at the credits every time. Well, who, we'll get to the story. We'll we'll get to the story when we get to it. That's fine. Okay. So yeah, he's kind of boring, but he he's got great great props. We did the yeah. mirror thing. We 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 covered it all except for this quote, which I'm going to draw. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just thinking <laughs> Stephen watching Carrot Top. Uh, he's kind of boring, but he's got great props. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, this first vignette uh, was true uh, or inspired by real events. Uh, I got this yeah, one thank wrong. You for, thank you for I'm, the addendum. Yeah, like, because again, I would love the explanation for what do you mean by inspired by real events? Like, did they really see a ghost in the mirror or did just... No, there was, there was nighttime and it was spooky, you know? Also, I love how it ends with he just straight up falls over the balcony and was like, that's it. And then they're like, anyway, he was found a few blocks down the road. It's like, so he just got up and left? I guess yeah, so. He was scared of, the, he was scared of the, the ghost of his dead victim. Yeah. Um, Sorry, let me just, let me just, since there's so many quotes, I'm just going to drop this one. My fear of the mirror was doing nothing to solve the very real problems in our relationship. 
<laughs> yeah, the husband kept trying to trying to get her to go look in the mirror to try and Which, like desensitize her to it. Either implies that her fear of the mirror was solving right. some <laughs> other problems. <laughs> right. Dude, this or, writing had so many instances of the clause that was first in the sentence having nothing to do with the clause in the second <laughs> half of the sentence. I noticed amazing. that all over the place. <laughs> yeah, they really did love doing that. Like, oh, did it not? <laughs> did your fear of the mirror not solve the problems in your relationship? <laughs> I guess that's a transition. I. <laughs> we should start doing transitions like that. <laughs> we don't possess the brain so. powerful enough. Yeah, we, we definitely do not have the brain power to do something like that. I'll try it at some point. You have my word that I will try it once. Not that it will be good, but I'll try it once yeah. this episode. Okay. The second vignette is about a death row inmate facing the electric chair. They go into a lot of detail about how the electric chair works, including a thing I didn't know, which is when they're like, the blindfold is put on. To uh, Your eyes contain the people's out. eyes so they don't like pop out. I was like, "That's gross." That's very that. gross. Yeah, and he but. and he delivered this monologue sitting in an electric chair. Classic. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's a death row inmate. He, you know, he was he had no alibi. His public defender couldn't really do anything to help him. He has his last meal. He goes to the chair, and the chair doesn't work, and they can't figure out why. They can't find the electrical problem. And they're like, so they try to fry oh, him well, again the next day. day. But then we suddenly yeah. cut to him being freed because it turns out at the exact same time, a guy that looked a lot like him uh, was busted for an armed robbery and then confessed that he's the one who did the murder. This guy's on death row for getting away with murder. One oh fucking one. Do not commit an armed robbery right after you do a murder. <laughs> yeah, don't keep doing more crimes. I thought it was so fun. They will the moment. Up. Uh, the moment where he goes, um, where they're like, "All right, it's time," and then he turns around and he's dressed like a uh, like a Mormon who's about to like knock on your door. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what?" Oh, yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, he's been free." Letting him yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, did you did you guys think this was true or false? I knew. I that got this, this one right. I knew that this one was. Uh, wait, this one was true, yeah, right? Or this no, one this was totally one was made up. This one was fake. This one was false. I, got, yeah. I said right. true because I it's that, boring. But. I got this one right because, and this is the lamest. My dad is a lawyer. Shit, uh, they were like, they were like, they never found the murder weapon, but he had no alibi. And I'm like, that's not enough for yeah. A, they wouldn't a put him to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like they just I, there is no like they can't. They, you're not going to put him to death Look if you don't Steven. have the murder weapon. Look at Stephen believing in the rule of law. You know, it really kind of does work like that. Like it's pretty hard to get somebody put to death. Yeah, I mean, I, relatively. <laughs> Compared, yeah, like, fair. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, easier than it should be, but yeah. yeah, if you don't, yeah, if if you're working off of he didn't have an alibi, like yeah, mm, no. Um, uh, the next one was one? the next one was trash. The next one was what absolute was? garbage. So not the next, inter- yeah, not the even next entertaining. One is, this woman is a professional singer. Oh yeah, this her sucked. husband and daughter manage her career. It's just boring story. They get a phone yeah. call. They get a phone call from her that's kind of garbled. That's like, come meet at the place. Where like our relationship, you know, really got started, and the dad and the daughter both go there independently because they both got separate calls, even though they had literally just been in the same room. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. She was like out running errands, right? But they'd been in the same room like five minutes before this happened. Okay, uh, and they act wait. Like they, but yeah, it's, it's not like, like it bringing like them the way together. It's treated is like they've never they yeah. haven't seen each other in years, <laughs> right? Or whatever. And they both got summoned to the same place, and it's like no, you just came home and went there. 
Uh, well, she the ghost doesn't have object permanence. Yeah, they they go meet up at this place. They uh, talk about whatever his wife and her mother, and also find this earring on the ground. That Ooh, so boring. For. I knew so this boring. one was real because it was so like, fucking dull, and it hinged on them. This just one was like, fake. Like, it was, was fake. Wait, this one was fake. This one, yeah. This one was <laughs> what, oh, what are you? What? Yeah, I'm all fucked up, guys. <laughs> but so, so they get a, again. You're you're jumping ahead. They all get right, a phone right. call that's like your wife actually died at 10:30, and fine. he's like, "But I got a call at 11:15, and I wrote down." True, he was in Central Time and didn't account for the time zone difference. <laughs> he tried to call from the plane, and it, that's why it was garbled and stuff. But no, it was just false. This one was she just false. It. Okay, yeah, actually, you know what? I stand by it though. I think this. I think this happened. Uh, even though they said it was false, <laughs> I think I don't think this was made up. All they do on this show is lie. Uh, yeah, that one I was the worst. Stand one. by it. The fourth vignette is the best one, which is this, oh yeah, this one kicked uh, ass. Feels like a Darwin Awards this, this entry. This was a thousand ways to die shit. C- yeah. Can I give a little? Can I give a little uh, uh, imitation of the intro? Yeah, just like guns. They're an important part of a lot of stories in the modern world. Shakespeare didn't write about guns. Shakespeare was able to write stories that didn't have guns in them, and people still liked them. This story has guns. Shakespeare maybe should have written about guns. This story Sorry, has a gun, and it's important. Apologies to the bar. <laughs> this story does he basically, No, gun. he's instead like, Shakespeare, the greatest to ever do it. And I was like, well, hold on a second here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, never used a gun. And I was like, well, now I'm interested. <laughs> also, cool. put him on watch. Al Sapienza appeared in this episode, in this segment. Ooh. Fucking uh, Mikey Palmese from the first season of The Sopranos. Oh, sure. I haven't seen the first season in a really long time. Um, Al Sapienza. What does he play? The, does, he wow. play does he play the cheating guy? Uh, yeah. Is he the cop? And the cheating guy? Oh, the cop he's is the cop. Yeah, and he was on. Uh, they're both yeah, he, Wow. The, the girls yeah, yeah. He's a guy. He's a guy. I saw him and I was immediately like, fuck, have he has he appeared in a show that has he, is he already on this list? Is he an all-star? If I said that he's we had an all-star he's on this one, you guys two different me. characters on NYPD Blue. And he was on uh 24 and all that. Yeah. But yeah, he's the he's the the enforcer the for Junior that gets shot at the end. He's the one they uh, Soprano screen craps uh, the one of those meme ones just did it where it's like when Burn he goes notice. out to leave like his wife shouts at him, like Gotham. you know, and he's like, "Fuck off!" And then when uh, after Was he's he been in shot, a lot of shows we watch, just not the episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then after he, he's he's been shot, he gives the interview, or she gives the interview, where she's just like, "He said that he was gonna be coming right back home, and that he loved me." You know, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Anyway, in this or video, not, who knows? <laughs> we meet a we meet a woman who is uh, planning her uh, anniversary trip to Paris with her husband. And she comes home early, and he is a cop who is having an affair with oh, his trainee. She's a cop. In their no, she they're was, both cops. They're both cops. Oh, yeah. She was like her I, husband I was a that. cop. He often like worked, and he trained others. And it was her is the oh. implication. That's why they both wow. had guns. Yeah. She pulls uh, a gun on the wife, which is amazing. Yes, because yeah. she's a cop, and that's what you do. But the wife, the gun that was on the night, the the vanity was his. Yeah, you guys. It's his own service weapon. So you guys. Yeah, she. You what? guys. Yes. You guys. A new exciting addition to the canon of names. In Gotham, Al Sapienza played Dick Lovecraft. <laughs> so we have a new one to add to the list of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Lovecraft. 
horrific, uh, horrifying, a, a dick that you see and you instantly go insane. <laughs> Because it resembles, because it resembles a Welshman or something, and then you're just like, ah. I missed the best quote from the third vignette. Which was, <laughs> what was that, Stephen? <laughs> She's probably gonna come out of a dark corner and surprise me any minute. <laughs> right when he's like, "Wait, this place is closed. That doesn't make any sense." And then he, oh, does he have a key? What the fuck? How does he get yeah. into this old jazz club? Locked. He it's holds the lock. It's a ghost. Did he lock it and forget? Ugh. Anyway, this woman comes, she walks in, and her husband, uh, fucking this girl, and then uh, she grabs his weapon that's just on the vanity and points at him and is like, get the hell out! And like, and they're like, drop the gun! And then the other woman, since she is a cop, is like, what if I also, what if I escalated this situation? And she <laughs> pulls out a gun herself. <laughs> what if we had ourselves her, a little standoff the, here? Yeah, and then the guy grabs his weapon, and like, as they're taught, they're, uh, what is the word they're looking for? As as tussling, tussling. With it, that was it. I was gonna say tuggling, and I was like, "That's not a word." Tuggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were tussling with a gun, and in the course of that, the wife uh, gets gut shot and apparently dies within minutes, bleeding out from it. And fast forward, the dude and the woman he was having an affair with are in relationship, and she's like. A, a so she's like I hate this tree that you have that says like you and her forever like can you just cut it down and he's uh, we oh, skipped the part that's we skipped the part where so first, where the best the friend of the wife goes to try to, try to kill, kill this dude yes. while, while he's, he's mowing, mowing the lawn, lawn. <laughs> and she just shoots a tree that he walks behind and then is like well and, and she, <laughs> and she like talks herself <laughs> out of it because like the power of shooting the gun or something. Uh, just like it, it scared her. Got a little too close to committing murder there. Yeah, and, and thank God that for that tree. I should do. Cool. So there's a bullet lodged in the tree. The guy doesn't notice. Then he goes to cut down the tree later when this girlfriend asks him to. And as he's cutting it with a chainsaw, the chainsaw launches the bullet out of the tree into his heart, and he dies. This is extreme MythBusters energy. Yeah. It. Yeah. A thousand ways to die, as Matt said. I feel like it's like a Darwin Awards thing, like. Whatever. Yeah. I was like, this didn't happen, but it's the funniest concept. But apparently, could a bullet oh, shot into a tree true. be dislodged years later to find its original target? Could the <laughs> chainsaw blade have turned into a turned it into a deadly projectile again? <laughs> that is some MythBuster shit for sure. Like, how fast could this possibly have launched out of a tree from being hit with a chainsaw blade? Like, yeah, right. I wish I wish I was seeing a crash test dummy just getting fucked up right now yeah. <laughs> when I was yeah. watching this one. A little deadliest warrior uh, gelatin guy. No, just kidding. Hit Don't say that name in front of me. <laughs> so then, but so then, happened. the fourth, up, the fifth vignette is a a woman who keeps dreaming about a house and her <laughs> husband's like, "But we can't afford that house. It's too big." And she's like, "But I don't want any other house." Yeah, dude. And I, she keeps this the guy fucking played it so well. I love this dude. Is so tortured. He's like. I have to hear about your fucking dream house again. Like by the midpoint yeah. of the vignette, he's like making fun of her for always talking about the dream house. <laughs> like wait, it, yeah. within really, uh, seven minutes, we managed to get like <laughs> such a depth of this guy's exasperation about the dream. house. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing yeah, in the dreams. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, my favorite moment of the guy's exasperation was like, and I was one of those things where my because my brain was so used to seeing people react unrealistically for the last you know thirty minutes. Um, there was a moment 
where she goes, which she referenced, which I think Travis referenced, like, wait, do you see the pool? And the woman was like, have you been here before? Uh, like, or like looks at the guy and has says like, has she been here before? And the guy looks straight at the realtor and I'm like, what the fuck is he going to say? And he just like sort of kind of moves his shoulders a little and just walks to the back. And I was like, yep, that's exactly it. Perfect. That's exactly right. That is a Perfect. thousand percent what he does. Like, I'm not going to explain this. Like, yeah, I'm just no better way to handle to the, the situation. Back, like. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, the, big, the big reveal is uh, the the woman, they get it at a really low bid because the owner thinks the house is haunted. And when the owner comes and meets them, it's because she's been seeing, I guess basically this woman's been like astrally projecting. She's been dreamwalking. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you're her. You're the ghost. And then they're Dreamwalking's like, yep, this, illegal, Dr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> My um, only note on this one was no, but then they're like, nope, this happened. Really <laughs> it just fully happened, Travis. Ha- like, inspired by no, no, true events. No, Travis, it, no, happened. it happened. Every detail of it, it's true. It happened. Uh, it's all. It's name. all real. Then at the end, James Brolin tells you for five minutes smugly what was true and what was false. Smugly, I, was I you know all of them. Trebek <laughs> should have been the one to host it because oh, he was yeah. the expert and already having the answers and being smug about it. Yeah. But, you know, he can't be on every show. No. We, we got to put Don on watch if he's not already in. The King Don LaFontaine. Don. Oh, Don LaFontaine. Honestly, yeah. I sh- I, Don LaFontaine probably is, right? You Right. Yeah, he seems like he should I just, be. It's hard to... It's hard to honestly look at Don, Fa- Don LaFontaine credits. You're just like, yeah, oh, oh, God. Yeah, Who's no. Don LaFontaine again? The announcer. He even says he's his the, own the, name. The at voice the over the voice, the trailer guy. I had never the heard guy. him oh. say his own name. He's the in a world guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he, Don Lafontaine said in 2007 that his favorite work in a movie trailer was for The Elephant Man. Huh. Look at that. Wow. I'm glad somebody asked him that. But yeah, like, would you guys watch more Beyond Belief? I yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, but I would. Yeah. I'd consider it. I was talking I to Dan about having the three it be, greatest shows ever. Yeah. We always try to made. think of like hangover shows to watch together if we have a party, which we haven't done in ages, but if we do, um, and we're like, maybe this is one to put on the list. Yeah, it definitely has that vibe. This show sucks. Uh, I'm sorry, you guys. This show sucks. I felt stupider having watched the this first is, episode, <laughs> and I approached stupid. the knowledge that I had to watch one more with dread. Also, when I clicked play on it, and I saw it was forty-two minute episodes yeah, instead of twenty-two minute episodes, I audibly went, "Ah, <laughs> ah, jeez!" I, I did like the preview that Plex showed of James Brolin with some puppies on a couch. I want to know what the context was of that. That's just that's just how he lives his life. The thing is, you say I that this show made you dumber, and that's not good. Like. I think this show made me dumber, in a, and I feel great about that. This show made me smarter. I learned about so many things that have happened. <laughs> Being smart is knowing things that have occurred. Yeah. You got to learn from history, you know. And I know now that you can astral project while you're dreaming or whatever into your, <laughs> into the home you want. And uh, you might freak out the owner, but, you know, it's a good way to get a good deal on the house. That's true. Can I read a list of... Can I read a list of... Um, Nicknames for Don LaFontaine. Yeah. <laughs> so there's three uh, that, that are listed here on the Wikipedia page. The Voice of God, of course. Yeah. The King of Movie Trailers. Yeah. And then Thunderthroat. 
Thunder throat. <laughs> <laughs> what is he fucking Nancy, Nancy Reagan? Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I was gonna say. Hey, t- of course, John LaFontaine took that title after Nancy Reagan's death. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada. You're walking around Gastown, where all the best actors live. Correct. And you're walking around Gastown, and you come upon a bar called The Bloody Hand. Do you go in? Yes. Yeah, am Fuck I with you? Done. That place yes. rocks, yeah. and they have a hand that they <laughs> trick new customers with. Dude, I <laughs> want to open this bar. <laughs> I mean, it feels a little bit. It's like the a lighter dive it's bar version of horror themed restaurants or whatever. Yeah, I like that. This is like and not horror. If you haven't themed noticed, many successful restaurants these days are theme based. <laughs> Heavy on the fun. You did miss the part where Jonathan Frakes points at a chalkboard for a while and tells you to consider the chalkboard three times. <laughs> Not chalkboard, checkers board. There you go. Checkerboard, yeah. <laughs> He's pointing at a chalkboard. On it is written things like, how many of them in area? Yeah, what is the weakness? Uh, <laughs> Was that a joke to a quiet place? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's a joke about a movie I've never seen, but it's every so time funny. I see the image of <laughs> the board. So good. Quiet, it's so good. Like, damn, they've really been working it. on this. Uh, it's so funny. Do you, think, do you think if I go as this for Halloween, people would get it? I just walk I in. I'm it. wearing a white That's shirt really that good. has this written. I mean, you started to reference it, and I knew which movie <laughs> you were right. talking yeah. about. So <laughs> it is true that everyone I know, for some reason, like the people that you hang out with, would get it. Yeah, I think every- that's also that's important. <laughs> you need to have it as like a sandwich board, though. You can't just yeah. Be a oh, t-shirt. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sign spinning. <laughs> and it just says survive above my head. Survive. <laughs> on one side it says survive, and on the other side it says creature. <laughs> what is their weakness? What is their weakness? <laughs> Confirmed three. <laughs> anyway. Right, yeah, so sorry. See this checkerboard. It's got straight lines on it, but they look like squiggly lines or poorly poorly drawn lines because there are I don't know, it's it's uh, Merryweather Post Pavilion. He shows you the mm-hmm. album art and he's like, Remember this? This band can't even afford to tour Europe anymore. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bad. Yeah, it's really not good. I, I like actually like felt some type of way about that. Like when I was reading that, I don't even like that band, but I was like, Fuck yeah. And this. you're like, what if the they can't, yeah. Did the did the independent psych pop scene of the 2000s really happen? This is a real phenomenon. Do you remember Panda Bear? Um, the truth is, absolutely yeah, not. Anyway. It did not happen. Just Pitchfork made it sound like it was happening. A team of writers. So now we have Jonathan Frakes from Star from which Star Trek is he from? Uh, he's from the Next Generation. Next Gen. Yeah, but also uh, the guy you've seen in the memes. The guy yeah, says yeah. no many times. No, we made it. It's up. still funny. Absolute. Yeah, it's good. The so man funny. who um, um, is the reason for the TV trope page growing the beard, a thing that's probably been invoked on this podcast before. So it's the first one's about a bar where there's a hand. And at first, they prank this new guy by making a point at him. And he's like, I don't like it. Stop it. It's not funny. Well, and, and then, they say, they're like, what's the hand? You're, you're skipping the important thing where they're like, well, where, what's the deal with the hand? They're like, oh, 20, girl, 20 years ago, a girl was murdered uh, outside this bar. And all that was found was her bloody hand. And we have we keep it in the jar. That's I, honestly, really, that's just, fucked yeah. up. If it if this story, it if would the be story, really not okay. If, that was if the real, story yeah. they're telling is false, it's fine. If it's true, it's fucked up and not okay. Yeah, but like presumably, if you're not stupid, you go in there and they're like, ah, what a jape, what a jest, good bit. <laughs> Except that <laughs> it's true because after it follows him around all day, 
uh, and Billy stops moving it, and it still follows him around. Then it breaks out. Th- then it starts tapping. Starts tapping. All the guys that he's playing pool with are making fun of him. The guys being like, "Stop the point at me!" Matt, and yet he's he stays a at the bar. Heart and yet he continues to drink at the bar. Matt. Yeah. There are so many places in Gastown. Gastown is Matt, a nightlife Matt. area in Vancouver. It's very easy to find another bar to go to where there isn't a fingernail tapping on the glass. If I went to a bar and the hand of a woman that I murdered was on display on their counter, I might I'd split immediately. go to a different bar. Matt, I think that if I could give you any item, if I could assemble this, I would give you the hand, this hand, but also it's a lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 anyway, that was the first one. The first one, which... Okay, yeah, it, yeah it, he it likes a robotic he, hand, he but it's instantly. been briefly possessed by... Yeah, he just confesses. So it's not the real hand? Wait, okay, so wait. It's a robot hand? It's not a... No, it's the. It's they don't no, really the have the hand. hand of someone's corpse that would not be legal to have. I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry that I was questioning. The, the, it has the I'm spiritual energy that, beyond, that makes him confess. Yeah. I think it's the real hand. Well, I mean, it's not the real hand because also the story is false. Exactly what uh, I was going to say. Okay, but I is that true though? What you just said, like, did they make that up? I don't know. The whole story is. The whole made story up. is made up. No, I'm saying, did they, did, when they said that... It's not true. Not this time. Did they make up that it was the real hand, or did they make yeah. up that it was a robot hand? Well, I don't no. Know. I th- what I think should have happened at the end, at the end, when he revealed everything, they should have had. They should have revealed that you were watching it on a screen, and Frank should be standing next to the screen and then tell you, not this time. It's all a lie. <laughs> this was actually a television programming program created for your entertainment. And how all many of these stories episodes, did happen. How many episodes do you think they could get away with where before if they did it where it was all made up? How many episodes consecutively do you think you could get away with? Infinite. Like if people be, watching as at long home as being they like, keep no, this, this one's finally shit. real. <laughs> I, I yeah, was hoping that would fair. be the bit if it was just like, like fiction <laughs> forever. Yeah, like that that would be good, is my feelings. We we ran this show for four seasons and there was and there was one true story. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Boring. It is them just doing the Twilight Zone, but with a really fun uh, ploy. So the next little thing is your classic spooky doll. Yeah. Um, it's a bit less. It's a bit less like you know murdery, but instead it's like you know I mean, the it has actual the, murder happen in it. Well, <laughs> but it's not the it's not the doll that does the murdering is what I mean. Right, that's true. Um, so the the thing is, there's this family and the two. You know, these t- this older couple is being taken care of. There's a doll that says weird shit to the maid, but normal shit to the woman in the couple. And the maid keeps trying to get rid of the doll. And then after that happens a couple times, she gets fired. And, you know, saying stuff like, um, what's the doll's name? Heidi. Heidi. Heidi loves her mommy, but then to the maid, it's like... What is it? it oh, it's like the ATM in that one episode of the X Files. It just says "kill, murder." Oh, I thought you were saying American Psycho. The one that says "feed me a cat." It says <laughs> like, it says like, it says like Heidi is a dead, like it's a dead girl or something like that. What does it say? Does it, it say the same creepy stuff to the? I don't remember that being at part the of beginning. This it keeps saying like Heidi is a dead girl. Heidi is a oh. what? It took me a second, Stephen. I'm sorry. I just want to go back a little bit. Can you ask what the doll's name is one more time? What's the doll's name? Uh, it would be, of course, Charles Lee Ray. Am I right, folks? I Any Child's it. Play fans in the crowd tonight? 
Child's Play? Oh, that's uh, Child's Play? Name. Hey, oh, okay. anyone? Anyone Child's here? Child's Play? I've actually never seen anything in that franchise. It all sucks. Every one of them is bad. Isn't it Charles Entertainment, Ray? <laughs> Charles Entertainment, Ray. <laughs> 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 I mean, frankly, when you said it, I was like, I thought you were talking about like James Earl Ray, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, where are we going here? No. <laughs> I guess that could be my Twitter display name. Charles Entertainment. Yeah, that's that's your spooky yeah, that's spooky one. Halloween name. Anyway, so yeah, the 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 housekeeper uh, after getting fired after destroying the dolls um, kills the owners with carbon monoxide and then makes it look like they committed a garage suicide pact because they were so old and lonely that they just wanted to die. Yeah. Uh, the investigator uh, after interviewing her is like, hmm, interesting. All these dolls. And he pulls the string in the Heidi doll and then she's like. No, Mrs. Robinson, don't kill me, or whatever. And the lady freaks out and confesses. If this vignette took, let's say, 127 minutes and was in Korean, I wouldn't stop telling you guys to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I know who yeah, I am. It would not be hard to get me to watch this movie unless it were animated. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is one of the most things that didn't happen of all time. So then they're, of course, like, it's true. <laughs> we have an independent <laughs> verification of it. And it's like, no, you don't. Yes, well, they I do, Travis. That. Yes, they it do. It is beyond belief. Travis, you, you don't get to be the one to pick beyond belief factor fiction I mean, for these again, reasons. This is, where, this is where inspired by true events comes into play where I'm like, Okay, maybe mm. this happened in like the killer thought that she heard the doll saying that, no. but there's no way the doll was saying no, that. No, the doll and said she it. Freaked out. Where do we all fall? I know we've asked this before. Where does everybody fall on the supernatural? Ghosts and magic are real. Again, only real when I'm getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> Otherwise, no. <laughs> yeah, Travis experiences a real witching hour. <laughs> <laughs> a real witching seven minutes in which he's in the shower getting ready and is like Michael Myers is on the other side of this door ready <laughs> to kill me. He's just being nice today. So, uh, yeah, so she confesses the doll scary. Jonathan Frake suggests uh, here's here's what happened and this is why it's real. The woman, the older woman, realized that she was going to be murdered and then recorded imitated the voice recorded herself engineered it into the string recorded herself saying yes. like why did you murder me mrs robinson engineered it into the string and then allowed herself to be murdered yes. by the woman because she was sad and lonely and that is or she's just like the fucking creepiest lady of all time and happened to then get murdered <laughs> and it worked out either way it all happened I think that's one thing that we can all agree on. This is just a spin. We can all agree on the fact that it happened. There, this is a spin on the classic, like, oh, a parrot overheard them. Yeah, it is repeating things that were said. Hurting me. Uh, third vignette uh, takes place in a in a, a previous era, in the rough and tumble town of Liverpool, <laughs> where uh, four men are uh, in a bar. Uh, their names are John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and they're so, all. They come and play poker at Molly's Tavern. The name of so, this vignette yeah. is Poker Justice, which is a sick name. This also just seems like it's at an Old West saloon. Yeah. Like, no, this is Liverpool. That's why I was like, yeah. wait, wait. I, I wrote, are so, these guys supposed to be Irish? 
because when the guy's Thanks, name is revealed at the end, I, I said out loud, Riley O'Reilly, say it, Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, somebody, some one person, one person did 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 do a poor Irish accent, but the rest of them kind of seemed like they were trying to be British more than Irish. Um, whatever okay. they could do, whatever accent we're, they could we're playing, muster. All right, you're pl- you are playing poker in a bar. Yes, a, a, a man with an eye patch dressed like that walks up and asks to play with you. What do you do? Uh, real quick, um, Not play that person. While this is all happening at the bottom of uh, the bottom of your vision, you can't focus on it, but you see it there. It lets you know all new Battlestar Galactica this Friday <laughs> at ten slash nine central. What also is up? So I'm sorry to keep bringing up the tripping the rift ad, but like, what was going on where it was going in super slow motion? It's very strange. Re- like there was like an issue with like how they did. I remember these things happening? going on at the bottom. I got an ad when I watched the first episode on YouTube that said white period Malbec question mark. <laughs> I was just mad texting you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it came through on your computer. I was so in disbelief that it was set in Liverpool that I did just double check. And yes, it was set in Liverpool. <laughs> I, I <laughs> did. Some know, guys try but... to sound like John Lennon, but not very well. And yeah, it's supposed to be Liverpool. Uh, and yeah, they're playing poker. A man with an eye patch comes in with like a shitload of shillings. I would assume that this guy was doing the number two shit. You know, the like X-ray fucking yeah. Like if, yeah, if, yeah. if, if I, I mean, obviously, if, I, if it were this time, no. But like, if I were in a bar today and a guy came up, I'd be like, no way. Yeah, his eye patch is actually a camera that can <laughs> that yes. can zoom through to the card to yes. see the <laughs> other side. <laughs> yeah, but no, he just has aces up his sleeve and stuff. Um, so they shoot him because uh, you could do that in the old timey west of Merseyside. And then they're like, well, we can't just take his earnings back that are mostly our money anyway. Like, I know he brought in some stuff to play in the pool, but like you could just you could just take your money back. But like, no, we got to win it. Well, it's bad it's, luck, it's, play with it's bad luck which so, while I know that Matt and I earlier said the supernatural is, we- is real superstition, superstition, not real. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I would say that superstition so, is real, in that uh, the concept uh, of superstition uh, okay. is real. <laughs> yes, but those things oh, actually you affecting what I meant. outcomes or not. So they go find another guy, and he seems like a patsy, and they're like, "We'll play you. Uh, you want to play poker?" And he's like, "And this is supposed wait." So th- first, it, it, firsthand, he gets a royal flush. They give this guy's earnings to this other guy. Isn't that? Didn't they have to take those earnings into their own possession at some point in order to give they them just, to this they're guy? Just like it's here. It's your. It's your. It's your addition to the pool. This is dumb. It's, counting nah. as your buy, it's your buy. It's This is stupid. But you're not really keeping it. It is so stupid. Back from you. This is very stupid. And whatever, he kicks their ass in poker, and then they're like, "How's he cheating?" Like, and he's like, "Well, I had a father." Uh, who God. who left like I I never played cards because my my dad was a gambler and he left and his, uh, name, his was name was Robert Eamon Targaryen the guy. yeah and then they're like oh and then <coughs> ah jeez uh, Frakes is like did the spirit of his dead father like help him win a poker and it's like no he probably hustled yeah them. he just learned but how to count sure. cards yeah I was like true a guy was hustling them that happened yes. <laughs> And it turns out it was right, but it happened in San Francisco or similar. That was the thing that really throws me as why would they set this in Liverpool then? (laughs) Why would you lie about that? Who are you protecting with this? Because they were like, (laughs) we changed some names and details to protect. But like, who's affected by this? What was the the specific one that was called out as being real at the very end of the episode where they were like the doll? 
the, the doll, doll they were like we had an independent researcher yeah looking. yeah the next vignette is introduced with the iconic question have you noticed a lot of successful restaurants these days are theme based uh <laughs> they're build, building like a, a experience you know around the food heavy on fun uh, which is exactly how I feel when I go to you know an Outback Steakhouse. Matt, yeah. Um, no, no one else answered. What theme restaurant would you like to run? What would be the theme of the restaurant that you would be running? Uh, it has to have a theme, though. It has to have a theme, and it can't just be undead hand sits at the bar and points <laughs> at people. <laughs> I'm. Th- I think the theme is uh, is like Italians shareable small plates with a uh, wood fired oven and natural wine. Are you describing your apartment? <laughs> I think he's describing Olive Garden. Would you open a Resident Evil themed restaurant, man? Oh, man? Maybe not by name, because like I hate it when the like the there's a bar here that does like pop ups. They did like a Stranger Things bar, but like yeah, one yeah. where like you can never really get the right angle to look at anything. I think would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> what, is, yeah, what does it even mean? You know, <laughs> in terms of Just other the, themes, Electric Pussycat did close in Glendale, so there's a space for that. Electric Pussycat, of course, being the Austin Powers bar in Glendale. Right, of mm-hmm. Wait, it closed? Remember when like <laughs> yeah, going to like remember when everyone was like going to speakeasies in the West Loop and our friends went yeah. to that one that had like a secret agent theme and they're like, we had to unlock a secret code and it was like nachos or something like that. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> Weirdly, that's not the one that caused Matt. That's not the bar that I, uh, was described to Matt where his response was, I'm going to cause a terrorist incident <laughs> at them. <laughs> Because that would, of course, have been whiskey business at the bar. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. You heard the phrase, Sir Mixelote fries. Oh, oh, <laughs> we're like, I'm going to cause an international incident. <laughs> Sir Mixelote fries. <laughs> anyway, so the theme of the restaurant is terror or something, is what, what Jonathan Frake says. And we get what, what the, I think is actually the, the worst of all these one? vignettes. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. It's so bad, and it's a girl being like, I keep having this nightmare about being stuck on an elevator with glass floors, like the kind you'd take up. At this one is the one that most Willis felt Tower. like it had a, a, a moral. Like, it yeah. really did. It tried yeah. to drive some kind of lesson down your throat. And she's like, I keep having this nightmare of being trapped in one, and then a hand reaches out uh, at me. And yeah. it's very scary. I had, no, I had so mundane mad nightmares. Then her about friends go to a restaurant that's on top of a at the top of a skyscraper, and they take one of these elevators, and it gets stuck, and then the rescue team uh, reaches in to help pull them out. And the whole story is like, did someone really have a premonition? And it's like, well, you can't prove that, so it's false. Like this is too boring to even be an interesting true thing. This is stupid. It was false. Do you know that uh, Jonathan Frakes is the voice of Adult Finn in Adventure Time? No, but that's funny. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maggie Gordon and Ricky Hart are both computer users, <laughs> but they don't need a s- they don't need a saver for their screen. They need one for their relationship. I just liked the whole educational lesson about screensavers. That's like well, I oh, wanted yeah, to know that is what they're for. When I was a kid, I didn't understand what they were for. I just thought they looked cool. Okay, so, I actually don't. What that they have I actually would to love to know the science of why my screen needs saving in that way. Like, so, like why is, is it like fear? It's like not leaving your TV on 
and burning an image into the screen as yeah. soon as like that. No, but 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 like, what about the image that that you're having if, one image the whole you, time? Like, I don't. Oh yeah, if the, you if you set your screensaver to just a photo of you and your ex, like yeah, you're gonna yeah, burn that, that image in, and that's a metaphor, and you're a fucking idiot. But if you've got a ball but, that's just bouncing across, and you're like, I wonder if that's gonna get stuck in a corner. Oh wow, it just missed it every time. If um, you were somewhere, here's fine. If you walked in. Say to my apartment, because I got my computers on, on, on display here. You walk in, you see my two monitors. You look in, and you see the Windows 98 maze. What do you do? I watch that thing for a good 10 minutes. You sit your ass down and listen. And by that, I mean watch. <laughs> um, yes. Because I feel like I haven't seen a screensaver in bring a back. minute. Yeah, bring them back. My, my monitor my just shuts just off. just goes to black. Yeah, yeah it just shuts off. Uh, yeah, you, this, you still have screensavers set up because you just love to drain your battery life all the time. <laughs> I love it so much. I love having dead phones and computers. You're free. This story Ooh, hinges dude, on smartphones a woman. should have screensavers, and then they get really warm in your pocket when the screensaver is just going on the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> then you have a little toasty thigh. I lock my phone. Yeah, I lock my phone, and there's just a bunch of pipes moving around, yeah. circling each other. <laughs> I have seven minutes of battery life. <laughs> like, finally, my always cold right, my always cold right thigh is finally getting the treatment. Oh, you're a right phone pocket guy. Interesting, interesting. Travis is Travis is a is a, gang. is a cold thigh complainer. I uh, um, I actually don't keep my phone in my pocket much anymore. I uh, usually I always have my backpack with me, and I usually wind up putting it there or it's on top of the table that I'm at. Because you're worried about the the five G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want. He anyway. His balls are going to shrink. Or um, the, so this story hinges on the idea that a woman used a computer for a day and did not realize it wasn't hers during that <laughs> yes, entire day. Yes, that really bothered me. <laughs> which is just not. You just especially can't. at this point where like nothing is online, so like only your right. files matter on your this files. computer. Yeah, like I choose to believe all, that all they did was they both just had copies of Encarta uh, online <laughs> yeah. computers. She's like, just yeah, thing she's just did. working from home, but doesn't actually have to do anything. You know, she's like a modern. They both worker. just have Word or whatever, and she's like, oh, I'm opening a new document. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I choose to believe all she does is open up Word, think about writing her novel, never write anything, and then just go about her day doing other and shit. Then, and then yeah, like, and, re- and then read read the Encarta like thing about like a certain biome. Just like for something plays, to do. Then she plays. Then she plays ski free until she's eaten by the yeti. She's reading the Encarta page on Tayega. She's got the Encarta page open for the exact sandwich that she's eating at that point. She's just <laughs> reading about the sandwich. When did that become the universal? Like, oh yeah, guys be doing. This I don't know. But I've always I thought done I was it. doing. I thought I was weird for doing that, and no. then I just in the last like month, people are like. Dozens of Wiki- us. What reading? Wait, what reading Wikipedia pages about your, the sandwich you're eating? About the food yeah. in general that we're eating about at that like moment. The cuisine you're having. Apparently, Senator every Miao and I revealed that. that we both do that no, like do six that. years ago, and ever since then, I've been like, I'm not alone in this world. <laughs> I have also eaten a corn dog while reading the Wikipedia page for corn dog. <laughs> it's no different than when I'm reading the, like the Wikipedia about the album I'm listening to. Yeah, it's like I gotta know the history of this thing. I gotta know I how the know Italian sub came to be. <laughs> Sometimes I'm eating a fancy like this. I need to know. And I'm just like, oh, well, look at that. So cheddar doesn't have protection, but certain types of cheddar do. You can't make Red Lester in America, but you can make yeah. cheddar. 
I got some uh, sheep cheese yesterday at a farmer's market. I got to look up the history of, uh, of sheep's milk clothing. But only while food, eating clothing. it, Travis. <laughs> food. Yeah. <laughs> only while shoving it in your face. Yeah. Eating it on sourdough. But I did recently read the sourdough Wikipedia, so yeah. I don't need to check. I'm, I'm, up, I'm up on sourdough. I never fear more like, like a fucking ooter than when I'm reading about the candy bar I'm currently eating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's the deal Just with Toblerone. About my bonbons. I, <laughs> anyway, really so yeah, this story is about a, a, a woman breaks up with her boyfriend in Detroit because the relationship's kind of died. She moves out to West Hollywood yeah, where she mopes all the time. And definitely writing a screenplay. One day... She's like, uh, she's like, my friend took me out to go dancing and I didn't dance. I sat on the corner and thought about his face. I cried on the dance floor. How it's sad he so looks the last time I saw him. And like I hadn't heard from him at all, so she and no one else has apparently. Because uh, he also so moved like, out oh, to man, Los Angeles, they swapped their laptops. Yeah, that's what really happened. Yeah. This, yes. Yeah, so, they swapped yes, their laptops, and then he was like, spoilers. "I never did stop loving you." Whatever your yeah. name was, and then uh, I was like, "You know, this remake, of, Maggie of, Gordon. Of, yeah, you this really, re- you really sp- this remake of You've Got Mail sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like what happened really was her, yeah, she saw a screensaver pop up and it was a picture of her, and her ex-boyfriend and she was like, I don't have that on my computer. So she took it to the repair shop and is like, ladies, and they're like, yeah, you got it mixed up. And she's like, I need to know where this guy is. I used to be in love with this person. And this I, I love this dude. That's like, I could get fired. Like, I'm not giving you this <laughs> oh, kind of dress no! that you're like, I'm in love with them or whatever that you like i don't know what would the you cave? Is, but then he was already there and then they made out and then it ended. I think so. You know what? That guy should be Don Knotts. Oh, I can't tell you his address. <laughs> I could get fired. What do you think uh, you would cave if if somebody gave you this argument? Oh, if absolutely. There was, if, if well, no. Today, if she was like, "Hey, the screensaver was is this?" I don't understand. I'd probably be like, "You put that up there." Why do you, you have a screensaver? Is <laughs> what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Like, man, you're really going Fair through enough. it if you have this photo of your ex as your scresaver. You went out of your way to have a screensaver, period. I don't think I, I, I was continue down this horrendous, but then I met you. <laughs> I love this, the fact this, that this one was false because it was a true sign that they had run out of ideas for this show. <laughs> right. There... There was, there was. Th- this one had, this one had my favorite post vignette, Jonathan Frakes statement, which when he's going like, was it divine intervention, coincidence, blah 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 blah, like was it, was it was you know was was God involved? And the next sentence he says is, how else could you explain two people using the same computer repair shop? Was this uh, a Deus Ex Machina, literally? <laughs> How else could you so, explain two people using the how same computer? Could you explain two people using the same, the same computer repair shop <laughs> that know each other? So that was the final segment, and that was the end of horrible ending. Really Beyond bad. Belief, Factor Fiction, except in 2021, a single episode premiered in Germany on Halloween. The segments were produced and set in Germany, while Jonathan Frakes did record in Los Angeles. Multiple German media personalities made guest appearances. Wow, such as. Inclu- was Hasselhoff okay. in it? has already looked it up. No. It just says multiple German media personalities, yet only lists one. And his name, best as I can tell, <laughs> is Gronk. <laughs> just Gronk. Sure. G-R-O-N-K-H. 
a German YouTube personality, computer games developer, computer and video game journalist, musician, and entrepreneur. And tight end. Yeah. Could you imagine how much... So, like, I feel like if that said multiple media personalities made an appearance, including Rob Gronkowski, I I would be like, we're watching the German finale. Yes. This is non-negotiable. Uh, he first started using the name Gronk uh, when he was playing Meridian 59 in the 90s. It's a portmanteau of the name Gregor Onk. Uh, sure. Don't sure. know what that means. Over 4 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. Over 1.7 billion views. Jeez. You guys remember Travis Hafner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Gronk. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's the fact or fiction. It's oh, beyond he does a belief. Minecraft Let's Play. That's what he's best known for. Uh, that's what he's best known for. Ugh. It makes total sense that in Germany they just love fucking watching someone play Minecraft. There's where's no the oh, fucking yeah. problem hey. for Germans. Hey, where's the fucking problem with watching people play Minecraft? Get no off the fucking I just said it was a really German ass thing to do. Okay, well, <laughs> it's a game about building stuff. I did show somebody the photo of me in the tiny sunglasses, and they were like, you do look really German, which isn't something I would have previously thought was possible. Like They're like, I don't think I'd just be like, that guy looks really German, but now I'm like, wow, I get it. All right, well, yeah, that was beyond belief. Like, was, I don't know what else to say about this. It ended on a pretty wet fart. So, Matt, you're next, yeah. correct? Yeah. What horrors do you have for us next what horrors indeed we will be saying hello to an old actual acquaintance and we'll be watching mtv's scream next week i knew it mm. the mo- uh. <laughs> all right mtv scream who here knows the least about mtv scream i never watched any and you Could don't know the me. old acquaintance right i mean i have a guess considering Shows we've covered and people involved in. No, you don't. Franchise. No, you don't. You okay. maybe do, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's Travis. Nev, I it's okay. Travis. Travis, okay. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. You tell us everything you think you know about the MTV show Scream starting now. Scream is a television adaptation of the highly meta film franchise Scream, uh, which itself starred Nev Campbell, who we've discussed on Party of Five, but based on my co hosts, uh, probably was not involved in the TV series. It stars. Ghostface and <laughs> Wes Craven. Maybe he shows up. He might have died before they even made this show. I don't remember the exact time. All right. Of his death. Oh, sorry. Uh, I cut you off. I cut you off a few seconds early. My apologies on that one. But no, join us next week as we talk about the Scream television show. But do not cover the season, it would seem, that features guy we went to high school with, Sean Grandillo. <laughs> He literally oh. meant acquaintance. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Well, there he is. Sean Grandillo is Eli Hudson. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, but well, oh, no. well, maybe we'll get to talk about Tom Everett Scott. Um, thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, do all of that nonsense. Tell a friend. Tell a Help friend. us grow in this German audience that we have, <laughs> where we are a popular yeah, entertainment podcast. Which is, that's why shows, we did so. it. Have to have to work towards Adam those. Baywatch. Huge episodes there. Uh, you can find my photography work on Instagram at Syop Abelman. Uh, that's my plug. I'm just throwing that one out there. If you want to plug something, you can. 
um, I think I'm think I'm having my first performance um, in Dublin with my own improv team next Thursday at uh, Wigwam at eight a.m. What Thursday? When you say next Thursday, I mean the October twenty seventh, October twenty okay. seventh at Wigwam. Which in is theory, a bar that tonight shouldn't be allowed to be named that. Yeah, it's next, really funny wow, to on. go with that imagery when you're not in America. Also, yeah. But have I have I gone on my rant about the bar called Uncle Tom's Cabin on this podcast? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Irish people don't know why it's bad. Nobody knows why it's bad. I'm like, you can't name a bar Uncle Tom's Cabin. You're not allowed to do that. And they're like, why not? And I have to explain to them the every fucking time. <laughs> and there's a and there's a pizza company that sells pizza called Dublin Pizza Company. The most fucking innate, like, sorry, like mundane, you know, innocuous named pizza company that I want to order from, but I like can't go there and enjoy in person because it's the bar Uncle Tom's Cabin. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you look up all the businesses that are called Sophie's Choice. Also, oh god. <laughs> okay, that's Sophie's just Choice pierogies you can find in Cleveland, much Ohio. More problematic. Um, they don't know. They don't know. They really don't get it. I think somebody. Well, just anyways, looked, that um, cool. yeah. Uh, thanks to as always, Joe, the wonderful work from our producer, from our producer Matt Ciani, who had a Titanic task last week, and I hope it is not the case this week. Stephen, can you bring us home before I make everyone watch a video of um, uh, Rusty Featherstone, the guy you currently look like? We live in a world. Where the real and the unreal live side by side. Where substance is disguised as illusion. And the only explanations are unexplainable. Can you separate truth from fantasy? To do so, you must break through the web of your own experience and open your mind to things beyond belief. <laughs>